0: This episode of Beer and Bullshit is brought to you by Longhorn Lager from Farmer's Creed Beer.
1: It's time to grab the bull by the horns.
0: Hello friends, welcome to episode 76 of Beer and Bullshit. It is a subdued episode of Beer and Bullshit. I'm going to crack a beer here. I don't know if that it ever gets picked up by the mic, but uh, you know what it sounds like to open a beer. I'm cracking a beer uh, from our friends at Muddy York. I'm cracking a Gaslight Hellas Lager, a delightful, delicious beer, uh, recent guest of this program. In case you don't know, we do things a little bit last minute on this show, so typically people will arrange to make sure that they have some beer that was made by or sold by the guest of the show on the week that the guest is on the show. Yeah, we don't do that. We book a guest, and then the guest might go, Shit, I should just send you guys some beer. And then sometimes, like a few episodes later, we get some of their beer. And it doesn't make any sense, but uh, that's how we roll. Uh, Spoiler alert, probably going to be drinking some beer from uh, Counterpoint uh, next week. So that's how we roll. I love this beer, always have. I'm going to take a little sip. Oh yeah, that's still the way I remember Uh, It's just me tonight, so I can hear you all turning off your podcast now. Chris isn't here. Uh, In fact, I'm recording it very late in the evening on Wednesday, so this will be fresh to your ears, fresh as a pint from Muddy York, if you will. Uh, We were set to record last night, and instead I decided to spend the evening in the emergency room with my youngest son, because that's fun. He's cool now. We got medication. Everything's on the up and up. But uh, I am solo parenting for the week while my wife's out of town. And uh, let me tell you, the children's emergency room is basically a nightmare fucking scenario. Uh, If you've never been there, God bless. I hope you never have to be there. Uh, But it's a fucking shit show. It's not as bad as the general grown-up human emergency room that you have to walk through, at least at my hospital where it looks like a fucking war zone lately but the uh, children's was just awful i sat for four hours just to get through to a bed but there was people like children vomiting around me and uh, there was a woman in there who had apparently abducted her friend's baby because she was concerned for the baby's safety but the woman who abducted the baby was like an incoherent mess and did not seem like the kind of person who would be anyway (laughs) Uh, as a germaphobe and a parent and a very tired person i have uh, basically just like low-grade anxiety for about six days after going to an er it's a fucking absolute nightmare and i tempted to burn my clothes every time i get home anyway Thank you for universal healthcare, because at least I didn't have to pay many thousands of dollars for the privilege to be at that shit show last night. Suffice it to say, there was no show. We had some guests lined up, Chris was going to come over, we were going to get into this money York beer, but I was instead in the ER until 2 in the morning uh, with my 3 year old. So we're going to try something new, uh, it might be good. It might be crap, but here's what's gonna happen. I've decided. You may recall a few weeks ago, I said I was gonna start blogging every week. (laughs) I did not do that. Of course, I didn't do that. I could barely podcast every week. I'm gonna throw writing, writing into the mix? What was I thinking? Anyway, still a goal, but I'm gonna, you know, be more realistic about it. I've had this blog post almost written for quite some time. So tonight, tonight, I'm gonna present that blog post as a podcast, preview. <laughs> yeah, this might be the most self-indulgent bullshit ever, but I'm going to read a blog post that will go live on Friday so the listeners to the Beer and Bullshit will get a little sneak preview of a Ben's Beer blog post. And now the rest of the listeners are turning off. Thank you for staying this long. I appreciate it. Uh, no, but for Z's. Uh, this show does seem to have a small but quite loyal following, and it's super cool when we get comments that people, you know, get references on the show, or you know, I see things that indicate people have been listening for a long time, or that they actually listened to episodes all the way through. For example, for the diehards among you that listened all the way through to the end of the episode that featured the music from Rock'em Sock'em Five at the end in its entirety, thank you, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got one comment from someone who uh, was playing that episode out loud at work. <laughs> I like, couldn't turn it off when the Don Cherry rap came on. <laughs> he said coworkers were like, what the fuck are you listening to? That's why I do it. I do it for that. I, have you ever listened to the end? Never, you know what? Never mind. Thank you for listening to this show. Uh, I know we only, you know what, our our, our our listeners do not rank in the tens of thousands by any means. We're not, uh, we're not, uh, I don't know, beer and other shit. I guess that's the big one. I don't know how many listeners they have, but the people that like this show really seem to like it, and that's pretty cool. So, uh, for those people, my advance apologies. We're going to try something artsy-fartsy tonight. I'm going to read an essay that I wrote. Yeah, I know. Let's try it. Tell me what you think. I love the feedback, by the way. Holler at beerandbullshit.ca. You can find us on uh, Instagram, too. So we listen to your feedback, and we dig it. And uh, now an essay uh, in defense of drinking alone at a bar. Drinking alone at a bar is much maligned in fiction. The cliched trope usually features our hero, beaten down by the world, having lost his family or partner or coaching career or his platoon, seeking refuge in the bottom of a bottle. He's hunched over a sticky bar on a corner stool, a cigarette smoldering in the ashtray next to him, and he's staring blankly at a game playing quietly on the TV in the midday din of an old dark wood paneled bar. Inevitably this is the scene into which someone from the hero's past arrives. Casting the blinding glare of the outside world on the bars, he or she arrives to wrench our main character from his wild, turkey-soaked funk, butt out his smoke and send him back to his family, or the murder case, or the ballpark, or the Saigon jungle to exact his revenge. Cue the comeback montage. But here's the thing about this tired trope. Not only is it a lazy shorthand for despair, it's factually inaccurate, because to me, that nicotine-tinged, stale, beer-scented mise-en-scene doesn't seem like a place to be rescued from. To me, that sounds fucking lovely. In fact, I can think of a few better places to spend a few hours in solitude than a divey bar. And if you've ever done it, I'm sure you'll agree. Drinking alone at a bar is actually pretty awesome. It's something akin to self-care, and it's shockingly effective at curing your loneliness and boredom. Haven't chatted with another human in a while? Wander around your house or apartment aimlessly? Head to your local, strike up a conversation with a bored bartender or some other solo drinker. Learn something new about composite flooring or sustainable endoscopy or whatever dumb thing it is they do for a living. Regale them right back with stories of the dumb shit you do for a living. You're meeting a new person, there's beer, it's great. On the flip side, drinking alone a bar is also great cure for overstimulation. Is your house a toy cluttered shitstorm of noise, sticky surfaces, and offspring? Sneak off to the bar around the corner when everyone is asleep. Have a pound of wings. Watch a West Coast game you normally wouldn't give a shit about. Turn off your brain and just sit there. Oh yeah, baby. And in case you haven't noticed, a lot of local bars and restaurants are hurting right now. In addition to the rising costs of pretty much everything, The lingering effect of the pandemic seems to be that a lot of people seem to have forgotten the simple joy of going somewhere just for the sake of going somewhere. It's something I'm only rediscovering now as a germaphobe with a now three-year-old pandemic baby. I don't think of it as wasting hard-earned money on drinks I might have had more cheaply at home. I think of it as doing my part to stimulate the local economy. Yes, the word hero gets thrown around a lot lately, but in this case, I'll accept it. So here's hoping Hollywood might get the message and stop misrepresenting the sublime enjoyment of a fresh pint or a well-made cocktail sipped in solitude in the dusty confines of a neighborhood bar. Instead of some asshole wrenching our hero from his alone time and pulling him back to whatever hellish nightmare he's seeking to avoid, even just for a few fucking hours, let's instead see that asshole pull up a bar stool and order a shot.
1: And it ain't no use in turning on your light, babe. The light I never knowed. And it ain't no use in turning on your light, babe. I'm on the dark side of the road, but I wish there was something you would do or say to try and make me change my mind and state. But we never did too much talking anyway. Don't think twice, it's alright So it ain't no use in calling out my name, gal Like you never done before And it ain't no use in calling out my name, gal I can't hear you anymore me a longhorn longhorn lager do i look like a sarsaparilla
0: man to you one longhorn coming up longhorn lager by farmer's creed beer grab the bull by the horns at select beer and lcbo stores
1: oh hey what have you been up to since last week oh it's been a good time man. Eh?